Welcome to episode 244. I'm your host today, and uh, I decided to randomly call uh, Tim Avery. And oh yeah, your host. My name, David Palermo. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, David J Palermo. Num Bills fan on Twitter and Instagram as well. And I have a list because I had oral surgery, and uh, yeah, I had like these two like posts screwed into my face, and not really happy about it. So it's pretty annoying. So I called Tim, let him talk for about a third of the time, per usual, for regular listener. You know how it goes. But interesting conversation. Josh Allen, top to bottom. Love it. Uh, talk digs, defense. Uh, he brought up some people on the Rams. Pretty interesting talk. Gave shout outs to our favorite podcast, like Cover One. Also, uh, the Buffalo Beat. So I hope you enjoy. And, um, this is brought to you by the EQ Media Network. It's a podcast network, your premier podcast network. Uh, a new football show coming soon to you called Football. And it will have a show on there called The Haters Ball from Icy Vic. I'll have my dude Mike Smith on there, Fantasy Smitty, with some fantasy takes. He was on the last podcast. Check that out. Kevin Masseri should have some NFL takes as well. Another regular on a Numb Bills fan podcast. And, um,. Looking forward to it. Also got my man Ryan Jones with uh, Ryan Jones Sixburg Steeler podcast. If you know any Steeler fans, that's coming soon. That's in the works about a week or two. And he will be donating to the football feed as well. What is football? It's going to be a feed straight up about football. I don't give a fuck if it's about college. I don't give a fuck if it's about the NFL. A certain maybe player. Um. So check it out. There's always a great NFL take, and I don't want to dedicate a, a Bills podcast to an NFL take. You know what I mean? But this podcast can be a cool NFL take one called Football. So, or if I have a take on a college team. Anyways, look for that to be coming as well on the EQ Network, along with that Pittsburgh Steelers, um, Jonesy's, Six Berg podcast, all about the Steelers. Looking forward to that. And um, as always, follow any of the Punch Drunk Sports podcast. Great people over there. Fun time podcast about sports a little bit. And uh, here's Tim Avery. Hope you enjoy. All right, I got Tim Avery on the line on a drive from Dansville in the country. And uh, Tim Josh Allen's been cleaning up. And then got the Rams coming. Um, I know you have a lot to say. You used to write for Numb Bills fan pre-marriage here. And uh, you've been on a um, a, a writing honeymoon for about a, a season and a half. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure you put some uh, documented shit talk, as we say the podcast is for, in your writing. And is there anything you might be able to call to or long-term plans of Josh Allen? And I had a question for you. Minnesota's offense is down. Stephon Diggs, I've never seen a receiver come in turn key. And, you know, Josh Allen has cleaned up a lot of his mechanics. And, um, you know, 
There are sometimes. Yeah, actually, it's a funny thing. I, I was just earlier today after work and before we went down to dance, so I was watching a video. Um, I don't know the guy, uh, but he was posted. Somebody posted a link to his video review of Josh Allen. Well, it's kind of like took some older video from like 2018, mostly 2019. Did, did it start it with Tom started. Brady? Did it start with Tom Brady? Yes. Yeah, I was, I was I was in the shower watching that while you were trying was to call the, me. The dude with the with the, like Japanese whiskey or whatever. And yes. Never, yes. Yes. He gave okay. Eric Turner from Covering One a shout out. Yep, shout out Turner. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. What I thought was neat was the, the little hop step that they noted that Alan's doing to get him more comfortable, like mm-hmm. right before fires. The only thing about that is I was thinking, I was like, yo, that's not good to reveal because that's kind of a, that's a, you know, that's a tell, you know? It, it, so. it, it is, but it isn't. And the thing I look for with quarterbacks, number one, is, is is footwork. And I'll tell you, you and I have seen a lot of quarterbacks come into camp, and Josh Allen never looked out of place. And so I was like, dude, the kids should just start. Let's get out of here. And, and you know me. If you're going to get rid of these offensive weapons, don't take me three years to get them back. But holy shit, I got to say, Stephon Diggs, as advertised, um, Beasley's going to, I think, go off this game. Um, and, and the Rams well, yeah. are a real test. Um, I, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I, you, Well, here's the thing. I was also you know, digging a little bit into the Rams, and they're, they're a total like stars and scrubs. And even McVay has admitted that, that that's the way he's built the lineup. They've got guys like Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, and they've got like six-rounders and seventh-round rookies starting in like safety positions. Another I, I, One was a safety, was, I think it was a six-rounder. Um, their linebackers are – very pedestrian at best. So, unfortunately, this is a game you want knock, you know, and he's out with a concussion. That sucks. Yeah, um, but, yeah, but, um, but he's going to tear it up. He's going to eat them to the field, you know? You know, I was hearing too, um, on the Buffalo beat, Joe Biscalia and, yeah. uh, Matt Fairburn. I had Matt Fairburn on a few podcasts ago. Hell of a dude. Um, he was on the line with me. I didn't podcast or on a side note to the fans and you. Um, you appreciate this. Um, he was saying on the phone with me, I got to ask him some questions about Whaley after we hung up the call, but Tom, uh, or Tim, I was not even set up to podcast. So I haven't podcasted in so long. We're just working f- literally 31 days straight, you know, going nuts mm-hmm. with the whole wife situation and, you know, yeah, yeah. and that's the GoFundMe link that people need. Um, but that's just weird. And he was so patient with me on the phone for 45 minutes to an hour to just figure out that I need to turn my phone volume up. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean, me. dude? And um, really yeah, cool guy. And, and those two were saying that this is the game to really probably run the ball, actually. You know? And unfortunately, Moss is out with a toe. Yeah. Right. But Singletary's had a good start. Yeah, Singletary's going to be fine. Uh, the question is, are, like, I'm wondering, are they going to – Yeldon will be active, but that may be just like, you know, that might just be window dressing. What about Gilliam? Reggie Gilliam. You know, he he's listed as a tight end, but he was a fullback in college. Nah, dude, no, dude, no, 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 no. Is he going to spell Singletary, or do you think it's going to no, be Singletary? No, 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 no. I, I, you go – okay. This is where I bet on conservative teams. And and I mean this with all due respect. 
fans, and I've been guilty of this for years, okay, and I've become a Bill's truther. The problem is if I, if I put my truth lens on the media now, my friends in the punk rock community have gotten really offended and have exiled me, mob mentality on the internet, which is really great. 20 years of hardcore to be exiled because I have a different opinion than them. And it's really awesome. So I get to talk all my blue pill theories here, which is really nice because no <laughs> one gets offended. So um, essentially, Tim, we have learned the very hard way that these players are on unlimited time. You're not just going to plus a possible special teamer's workload. You know what I mean? Now and add all that. You're gonna get the next man up. That's what we do here. You get opportunity. Blah blah blah. blah. It's time to shine. I mean, just like that second year linebacker coming in undrafted, and you know, he was oh, a, yeah. yeah, he was a little uh, you know, a little shaky. Fits. I expected him to tear up. You know, and uh, again, the Buffalo Beat. Who I say, if you want a real in-depth coverage, listen to Buffalo Beat or cover one with Greg Thompson. And Aaron Quinn there, but other than those two and lockdown bills, you know that's pretty much all you need for an in-depth breakdown. But Buffalo Beat has been my fave lately, um, and dude, they bring up so many things to him that I never even think about. And I gotta say, one of the big matchups I'm really curious to see here is this offensive line kind of deal with Feliciano out. Expected to come back next week. And I figured that would be something to not jump everywhere, but you would actually know about. Um, what do you feel when, you know, the Bills have it. If the Buffalo Beat covered the Bills linebackers, for say, on defense, and they were giving up, like, Fitzpatrick torn apart. You know what I mean? Oh, I expected yeah. that. But I'm wondering on the Bills' offensive side of it, you know, Aaron Donald splits double teams. He, he's great. But I really, you know, I feel like if we're looking at this like a Belichick here, you just have a whole different game plan that you bust out that you haven't shown on film yet. You know what I mean? Well, and, yeah, like, well, basically, you know, Pat's Rams, you know. Pat's did something that the Rams never saw, like they didn't prepare for, and he couldn't handle it. Maybe, maybe Dave will do something like that. Who knows? I mean, that would be kind of a wise move. I mean, you look at these first two games, nobody's seen the Bills do anything like this since Jim Kelly was being, you know, behind center. You know? You don't I mean, know really. Bills quarterback has ever thrown back-to-back 300-yard games? That's insane. I, it, I didn't hear that. that. How, how did Jim Kelly not do that? Like, Dude, I'm telling you right now, man, it was just a, it, it was a different league. It was more balanced um, because, you know, I hate to say it, Tim, but the more I've researched into the bills, it's turned into um, marketing runs everything, the dollar runs everything, and it is a softening of sports. It's public relations. I mean, you're involved in music. You understand all that. And um, when I try to, to use this podcast to be, you know, like philosophical all the way around, empathy for players, coaches, you know, fans, ownership, you know, um, front office, whatever. It, it's just a weird kind of thing. And I feel like no matter what angle we look at, we have to go, does it fit the simple system, which is everybody in the building here needs to understand what's going on. And, um, 
you know, I don't know, you know, you're seeing a lot of rifts between them, you know, a lot of stuff coming out about the Pagulas. Have you been following all that by chance? Um, you know, Tim Graham from The Athletic had a really big article in April about the Pagula culture. Um, and Sean McDermott was actually concerned about it trickling to, you know. The bill. Yeah. yeah. And um, what I'm getting at is it leads back to that running back point. It leads back to next man up. It leads back to simplicity um, and reps. And, and Sean McDermott's a wrestler. That's a lot of repetition. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm kind of wondering really the whole chess match of this is what I'm getting to is I really think it's next man up in the running back. T.J. Yeldon's been on the squad. He's shown <laughs> flashes. He's a pass-catching pass running back. We've seen, you know, a lot of creative things happen out of the backfield. And, and frankly, I feel this year on Josh Young's arm, but real quick for you before I toss it back, because um, I'm talking offensive line with you here and, and using the Bills linebackers being out as an advantage. And, you know, if you're Josh Allen, you don't got Ramsey – other than Ramsey, you don't got much to worry about. And yeah, yeah. I just he's, hope it doesn't get the best of him. Can't you know? cover the whole field. Right. He's going to be able to tear it up with all the and uh, John Brown has been fine. I know there's a little kind of scare because he was out Wednesday, but he was also out last week Wednesday, and I think they didn't call him that veteran's rest day. But basically, it probably was. I mean, I don't know about you, but I think the has been playing the cards a lot closer to the chest, like closer and closer as he's been maturing as a coach, you know? I mean, think about, like, how um, – what's his, what's his name? Brownie got pretty much banished. Oh, dude, I was, I was just going to bring that up to you. Did you hear that Chris Brown got fucking banished? Yeah, he, was banished. he was banished for the, the remainder of training camp for coming on to um, One Bills Live. And here's the thing. Tasker was kind of – you know, baiting him to talk about what he saw because Tasker was excited because Tasker's like a happy little excited dog. That's it, you know, that's how he is. Um, so he's he's probably not intentionally doing it, but he basically drew Brownie into telling who is getting reps at what position. Oh my god! You know? and and I guess I guess I, I, don't, I don't quote me on this, but the the release from. I don't know if it came from McDermott or from Pagula or who, but that, you know, we're not going to be talking about these things in the media anymore because we want to keep everything locked down, silent. We don't want other teams to find out information because this is a competitive advantage, you know? And, and dude, he's well, totally, guess, he's totally right. Well, no, it's, it's, it's brilliant. It's smart. It's, and the answer Belichick would do. But um, anyhow, so I guess that came out the day of, like, like three or four hours before, Brownie goes on one Bill's live and is chatting up with Tasker and lo and behold, Brownie gets, you know, thrown in the black box and tossed in the, in the river for a, you know, three, four week period. You know, I like Eric Wood a lot better than Tasker on the, on the live game. I got to say, I, I listened to the radio and watched games this weekend, clean in my garage and um, well, I, I'm I mean, not. I, I'm not a fan of Tasker, dude. I think he's so fucking like safe and 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 just like middle of the road, like a hook, and and just like he's he's reading. Off, I I've caught him reading off names of people not on the roster on one Bill's life. I had to stop listening to it to be honest with you. 
Um, I, I think he's, I, I don't want to say horrible in case I ever meet the guy, but I, I just, I, you know, I'm sick of, of Tim. I, I, huh. I, I figured it out, dude. I'm just sick of this fucking pandering. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so sick of, oh man, that guy has, you know, he really knows the league. He's been in it. He's a sideline reporter. He's got to be good, right? No, yes and no, but, like, when you really listen to his people, it's kind of, like, just annoying. Like, I feel like I'm hearing the same old crap over and over and over, and over dude. And, and, and I'm so grateful for guys like the Buffalo Beat, Greg Thompson and Aaron Quinn and, and Eric Turner at Cover Turner. One, you know, like. Those guys. Thank God. Yeah, they're, they're really, they work hard, man. They put in. You know, a ton of film review. They have intelligent, well-researched takes. They're not trolling. They're not just trying to, you know, get clicks and likes and views for that reason. You know, they're just trying to put out good, well-researched information and discuss it. You know, and dude, it's a think it's a thankless job because you're not going to retire off Buffalo Bills fucking content. And it's kind of crazy because I see a lot of these YouTube channels. They got like 30,000 subscribers. And, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, I like, like dropped a dolphin in a Speedo, you know, five years ago already. And no one gave a fuck. But, like, you know, that's okay. You know, I, I really don't give a fuck. You know, I do this for fun because it's fun. But I do believe in it, you know, and philosophically i feel like the conversations that we've had on this podcast have have hung in there with a lot but i really do like to be able to digest x's and o's in a way that i understand and um that's what cover one does And, and eric is is so he's the one who makes all those clips and edits it all together you know i wrote an article for cover one about doug whaley and i didn't even expect it he like got so many little clips he threw in there and plays and player examples and i was like holy crap you know really he i don't know it's like taking a boring painting and putting it on on like barry bond steroids you know that's what eric (laughs) turner does with the bills and the fact that you know again the throwing mechanics and back to josh allen um uh Josh Allen and Diggs, I got to say, you want to talk about chemistry and hard work in the offseason, those dudes really want at it. And maybe if I'm going to empathize with Diggs here, maybe he just want a quarterback that would fucking work with him because we don't know what we're getting in Kirk Cousins oh, yeah. behind the scenes. And, you, know, you know what I mean? Kirk Cousins has a rep. I, I'm, I, didn't, I did zero also, research, but what the fuck? Diggs is a mo- – have you ever seen a receiver come in, come into the Bills with all the fucking hype and just – absolutely crush yeah no i haven't i mean you can look at john brown his first year with the bills he you know he had his best season but he wasn't dominant the way that Diggs is just dominant. I, I wish we were at the game tim so i could watch josh Allen throw up the ball and Diggs goes gangbusters and just fucking bust through everybody like fucking mega man and just gets to the ball, dude. It's like the wildest shit. Like, pow, pow, get the fuck out of my way. And he, like, chicken wings his ass in there somehow without getting a P.I. And just, like, 
gets under the ball, gets two feet in out of bounds. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did you even get to that side of the field? And, and what I think has happened, dude, is during your wedding, I'm watching that pa- Patriots game from my phone while you and Bunny are doing a not thing, all that shit, you know, in your spirit, as you told me to do. And, you know, Josh Allen threw a lot of interceptions. And after that game, it, it was like the scouting report or Josh Allen's deep ball being good. It was non-existent. And we watched that for the whole season. So when I see the mechanical footwork of him, it's almost from last season like he was letting off a little bit, trying to put touch on it, but being like awkward about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he didn't know how to. He he had never put touch on the ball. He'd been throwing lasers his entire life. Right, and if you look at fighters and you go on a Roy Jones Jr. versus Bernard Hopkins kind of deal, I'll take a Joe Rogan boxing reference for everybody. You know, B-Hop is mechanically sound. Roy Jones Jr., once he lost his athleticism, you're kind of fucked. Well, let's put it this way. I hate the Trent Dill, for example, but if you look at Peyton Manning's wounded duck arm, guess what? He did it. And guess what? The league, most people now are more exposed to Tom Brady and his arm, and we got to see it all the time. And when you're at the game, I wish I could just watch Stefan Diggs play right now. I, I mean, because my favorite part about going to these games, dude, is the camera yeah. angle blows, and I just want to see the coverage. I want to see the space he gets to, and I get to see, like, a wounded duck quarterback get the ball, not Josh Allen, but, like, Tom Brady into a big chunk of open field. You know what I mean? And, and that's all chess. Yeah, and you can't really watch that on TV because they're not showing that. There's other things they're going to be showing. They, it's hard to see the whole play develop. I mean, a little bit after, like if they do a replay, but they don't always do that. And there are times where somebody gets open, or like Diggs gets open, and we don't even know if he is, you know, because the play is somewhere else. Yeah, they show the guy a zoom in of the guy waving. It's like, dude, I don't need to, I don't care to see him. How about you show the play over the top? You know, and if they charge a hundred dollars a game, I would probably sell an amp a week or something or pedal. To, to watch a game from any camera angle I want. Give me that control. Um, what do you predict is going to happen? How, how do you how do you see this game going? And um, I'll probably let you go after that. Well, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. Like I said, I don't know the Rams that well. I know a little bit about their defense. Um, I don't know the offense. The fact that basically I know yeah, golf's a West Coast style, rhythm passer. He's got a lot of, like, really good separation guys and Cubs, obviously. Good. Um, and they were saying, I, I was no, I was listening to a reading about Justin Jefferson and how incredible he's been as a rookie. They said he's been just tearing it up. As well. So I think that may be a little difficult in terms of coverage because, I mean, hey, we all got to admit it. Levi Wallace. Oh, man. Kid. Don't get uh, a poor kid, dude. I, I, I like I like him, but, I mean, Fitz was picking on him all day. You know, he's picking on the, the linebackers and Wallace. That was it. He even really tried to throw it, throw it to White. Maybe a couple times, but, you know. I'm just saying, Boff will probably go at this, you know, at Wallace. Hopefully, and I'm pretty sure Edmonds is going to be playing, so, you know, Whoever's going to be in the slot, probably Cup. He'll be covered. I mean, that'll be a that'll be a good battle. That'll be a fun, exciting battle to watch. 
I heard that Akers, the rookie running back out of Florida State, is not going to play and will be ready. Um, I don't know their other running back. Actually, no, he was was Darrell Henderson, Memphis, from taken last year. Um, he he's really good, and he's kind of I guess been getting the ball rolling pretty well. So he's kind of one to watch out for. Um, the Bills have been a little suspect um, defensively, obviously. Um, you know, Tremaine Edmonds, yeah. Milano out. But you know what's crazy is their coverage linebackers. And, like, I would argue probably some of the best pair because you got to figure you're playing nickel most of the time now, okay? And, mm-hmm. dude, talk about Leslie Frazier, next-gen defense. I covered this last podcast but um you know i agree with you i agree with you it, it's they might be able to run the ball i don't know they might be able to run the ball in the bills I, i'm really not sure you know what yeah. i mean i i don't want to i don't know i i gotta say have do you have any thoughts on the bills line additions addison fits right in i, I really do <laughs> like the whole carolina train i gotta say um systematically i feel like everybody's looking good um honestly dude i think this is a real test for the bills the spread's really close of course i forgot the number i think it's only two and a half points yeah and, it's pretty very close and 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 you know people go oh fuck the spread fuck the spread i was taught as a baby don't bet with your emotions and and, and i'll tell people straight mm-hmm. if the spread is that close they know something but you know, if I had to find a way for the Bills to 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 lose, it's because they put a lot on Josh Allen and they dialed up a pass rush because he hasn't had to deal with that much of a pass rush. Okay. Well, that one thing they were saying about the Rams' pass rush is that it is Donald and it's nothing else. They don't have guys the, coming from the side that are really good. Uh, Michael Brockers is the other defensive tackle, and he's okay. He's serviceable, but he's not going to be like he, – he's a star with two LA, you know, who everybody hates because he doesn't get the stats, right? Um, well, dude, I'm with you, but my that was my point on the offensive line, which is for the Bills is, you know, you got a little rotation. They're trying to get Cody Ford in the lineup. Um, Quentin Spain's kind of liability, and, and Joe Pascalia is talking about – getting a look at um Cody Ford at left guard you know and and you know how that goes so yeah. man well they don't want to, they don't want to get put on Ford I think they realize that you know right now where he's at he's better as a right guard you know so than, they, than an attack you know I think it's one of the best games we can watch right now to be real, and I never thought I'd say that with the Bills. You got a hot Rams team, like they're looking back to form, and it's kind of crazy how like a lot of teams that make the Super Bowl they don't even get back to the playoffs. Kind of weird, um, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, dude. Um, I I really do want to see the Bills have a have a stout defense, um, but I feel like. It's crazy to have an offense that, uh, you know, a quarterback that, that carried the team. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Josh like Allen has been, carried the I team. I mean, for the past, we haven't seen a Bills quarterback carry the team since Bledsoe. It's always been the defense. Pretty much since Bledsoe. There were a couple of times, I mean, there was the five-game Fitzmagic, and there was also the Doug Flutie here. You know, he had some pretty exciting runs here and there. But other than that, Bledsoe was the last one to really carry it. And Allen's done it. Two weeks in a row. You know, that's, that's definitely something. I got that's some. something we haven't seen, so. I, I got know, some I, I, info for you. You ready for it? Okay. And this is from Jordan Rodrigue of The Athletic. All right? I'm just going to read it off here like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, meanwhile, I have heard the concerns about the Rams' pass rush. So, here is a rundown of the first two games per pro football reference. And a little side note to people, if I have a lisp, it's because uh, my face is numb. And uh, I had two posts drilled into my face for, like, new teeth and shit. It's pretty sweet. So, I have, like, a weird retainer. And uh, it's kind of dumb. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, the Rams have three sacks, four hurries, 13 pressures, 10 quarterback hits, and uh, 14% or 14.6% pressure rate per drop back. Now, again, the Buffalo beat did a great job covering all that shit. Like, if you want all that technical crap to get into it, get into it on there. Um, Short episode, too, I believe, 51 minutes. Who's counting? Me. Um, but it's nothing to sneeze at, man. I expect Josh Allen to go down a little bit, but I almost wonder, I had this like joke. I'm going to actually text. Maybe I'll ask Matt Ferber if he could ask a question on my behalf, which is, um, does Sean McDermott get with Josh Allen and go over wrestling moves so like he can stiff arm people, understand, you know, balance. And, <laughs> Possibly. Like, I would not put it past McDermott. Like put his ass in some or fucking head gear. I, I would think that Allen would love that too. You know, just knowing his personality. Dude, he's like a more athletic Ben Roethlisberger. Like, you can't bring him down. He, it's like, I, I can't Dude, well, believe he won, it. He won angry, the angry run. He, he's the angriest runner in the NFL from week two. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Al Brandt. Yeah. Yeah, safety John Johnson the third said, huge arm, huge body, and I just remember watching him take off and run like, Wow, you really got to have a tackling plan for him. He's not going to go down easy. He's not going to run. He's not going to slide. So you really got to have a plan. He just has a powerful arm sometimes to a fault. So we just got to make sure to stay deeper than the deepest and go from there. We can't let any balls go over our head. Now, Jalen Ramsey is a problem. And um, he's exactly why I was fucking mad that the Bills got rid of Sammy Watkins because guess what? You got to pay attention to this dude and you got Robert Woods open now. You know what I mean? You got Chris Hogan open now. You got, you got people, but instead now you got fucking Brown open now. You got Beasley always open now, you know, and those are upgrades compared to, I, I I like Robert Woods. I, I can't say I don't want to say upgrade. I really like, and it'll be good to see Robert Woods too. I saw a quote that he calls Buffalo another home of his. You know, so that's cute. Um, and, but I was really happy to see him get back to LA. But what a fucking receiver, oh, yeah. man! You're one too. Oh yeah, no he and he's definitely happier there. So he USC grad. This is home. He wants to be there, and that's great. And he he just 
made a big chunk of change too. So good on him, you know. For sure. Now, do you think Cooper Cup is going to be a problem? Um, if we don't have Milano Edmond, yes, because he's going to be skittering on the middle of the field. So we need those guys. Because uh, um, I, I dude, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I said earlier, how do I find the Bills losing this game? And, and I don't know if Josh Allen can really play catch-up. And, you know, if I'm going to say they got to run the ball in this team a little bit, I know it's not what people want to hear, but I feel it opens up the pass. And you're talking about two quarterbacks who love play action, you know, so it's going to be an interesting game. Definitely. I, 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 just, don't, I, I just don't know if I can depend – with a shutdown corner out there, especially in man coverage, um, on Jalen Ramsey if they play man, but they mix it up, you know. So it's like, for me, who who have they? Who has been elite that Josh Allen so far in two games has gone through? And as a Bills fan forever, the last thing you want to see is year three of the quarterback having started off hot, and then in week seventeen we're like, man, dude. What do we do? And that was always my fear since I drafted him, but I got to credit the Bills and the Bills media team and the, and the office and, and McDermott and Bean because they had protected him somehow after I felt setting him up for disaster. It's just I don't want him to fall off and get discouraged, you know. So I, I, I hope he plays good. And um, I, I don't know, man. Well, the, this think, defense makes me nervous. They finally have enough weapons around him that he – that he has, that it's on him. It's all on, it's on his arm, you know? And we'll go as far in this game and this season as Allen can take us, really, you know? In a way, that's exciting. And in a way, you know, it's what we kind of were like always hoping Tyra Taylor might be our, you know, I guess really before that, it was just a, for a while, it was nothing, just a string of crap, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, Allen is it, you know? I mean, we definitely we know, like, the Pagulas, McBean, everybody's put a lot on him, a lot of faith in him, and put everything around him to succeed. And now it's really it's him, you know? Um, I mean, you, you've seen it, too. Like, this is... Defense should not be any worse than last year. It should actually be better a little bit. And we're getting scored on. And, you know, I, I, the one thing I'm afraid of is I'm afraid that, okay, Allen's, yeah, blowing the doors off. But is our defense getting, like, lazy? I'm not saying that. But I'm kind of saying that, you know? I don't want to like, take away from Tremaine Edmonds, bro, but, like, the way I look at it is I feel like Josh Allen could have been set up better two years ago. Um, they could have had a, a way better receiver set up, and you could have gotten another linebacker. Maybe Edmonds is just that, like, that freak dude where, where I always give Rex the benefit of the doubt like an idiot because I thought he was cutting edge with his experience and what he's trying to do. And but apparently I was wrong. Um, so it's like I want to give McD the nod. The reason I liked him is he had an in defense, like what's being played around the league, and how you're stopping shit. But you know, Leslie Frazier is is a G. It's really his D. You know, 
And, dude, I don't know, man. It, it, it's like the the more exclusive your linebacker is in coverage, you know, that that kind of anomaly. Because Evans is so long, dude. He's like having a tight end out there, you know. It's like tight end on yeah. tight end crime, dude. It's spy versus spy. And, and that's eventually, that's just how the league goes. And, and, and it's all about exploiting matchups and, man, these guys are in practice. Okay, so I'm looking forward to it. It's just I – you're used to a linebacker being like just a run stuffer. Um, Downhill, Preston mean, Brown. Yeah, um, I didn't feel yeah. he was the worst in coverage. I feel he was the yeah. worst. He he led the league in sack or tackles like a couple of years with us. He's always getting like 120, 113, or some some odd tackles. But the thing is, he, he could not cover linebackers, and that's when the Patriots had like. Amendola, and they had Wes Welker, and then, you know, Edelman a little bit. And, and Preston Brown couldn't keep up with anyone, you know? No. And that's he, why we got he, to shred. He, he stopped, but remember the draft, dude, three picks for Tremaine Emmons, man. And, and you're talking about starters. If you're talking about picks first three rounds, you're talking about day one starters on the offensive line. Or wherever else, you know what I mean. I, I just and because when I measure it, you got four to five years of these guys, these guys, and they got a big contract. Well, what do we do the last two years? You know what I mean. I just again, I'm very satisfied with the Bills. Are here I am crying about it. That that's in the past, but it, it's I can't just go on forgetting about it. You know, it it's a development thing because. When the team faces adversity, the marketing department can't get them out of it. They got to do it themselves. So this is a very big challenge for Josh Allen. Um, I don't want to see Bill's Mafia sleeping on it. This is not an easy game for him at all. The team was just in the Super Bowl two years ago, like three years ago, whatever the fuck it was. Okay, I don't want to hear about it. That's what I'm saying. It's like big game for Josh Allen. But. Hey, I'm confident in him, man. I I just love his attitude, and I don't think there's ever a day that's too big for him, to be honest with you. McDermott was saying that, like, even from the day he got there, um, that he knew that there was never a moment too big for him. I mean, he may not be – he needed a lot of seasoning and a lot of work, mechanics. He needed to learn a lot. He's got that work oh, ethic, though. He, he keeps improving, yeah, man. We were at camp, hey, man. Mark. We saw him yep. at camp, and he did not look out of place at all. At all. Yep. At all. And, and, and you know what? I'm the guy that will tell you Jeff Tool threw a better ball than E.J. Manuel. I swear to God, he had way better ball placement than E.J. Manuel. People won't believe me, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Because you think Jeff Tool, you think interception, end zone, Chiefs, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anything well, else? Hey, anything else? I was gonna say I should I should probably get going. We, we just we're getting into Rochester, and we got a bunch of stuff to unpack from the car in a few minutes. So, um, I guess I would just say, man, I'm excited to see it. Me too. I think Tim. It's be, you got you got a you got a great defensive mind in McDermott versus a great offensive mind in McVay. You got the battle of the mix. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. I'm looking forward to it. Um, my heart says I see the Bills squeezing it out, but if the Rams barely win, I would not be shocked. Uh, but 
they're going to come out hot, I think, the Rams. So the Bills better be ready defensively. And, yeah, so I don't know. I hope the Bills continue what they're doing. But, Tim, great hearing from you. Bunny, thank you for his time. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah, no problem, Tim. Great hearing from you, man. Have a good trip home. See you, man. Peace. Bye. No bills. See ya. All right, that was Tim Avery. I love Tim. Again, sorry, my uh, I got this little going on here. Um, as always, follow Numb Bills fan on Twitter. You want to follow me or Instagram too? Follow me. My personal is David J Palermo, at, and uh, that's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, be in touch with Mike Smith soon. We got a great podcast coming out with um Brenton Biddlecom and his uh other buddy Lucas, who is a Bills Encyclopedia, according to Brenton. And they both go on the podcast called What's the Odd Steve? And uh Brenton actually won DraftKings like a million dollars last season. Pretty crazy. So um that is scheduled for Wednesday, this Wednesday. Look forward to it. Really stoked. And as always, support uh, Punch Rock Sports. Sam Tripley's a big fan of me. So I support his brands, tinfoil hat, whatever you want to do. I also do some editing for him time to time on his podcast on Rockfin. The show is called Zero. Okay, so check it out. And... uh Per this episode, I'm your host, David Palermo, and thank you for tuning in. Toodles.